0: Welcome to Holding Fast. How is your anchor holding today as it gripped firmly to the unshakable rock of Holy Scripture? Glad to have you in the podcast today. Thanks for tuning in and listening hopefully to what will be encouraging news from the Word of God. There's a lot to be found there and uh, I regret that probably a lot of people who even name the name of Christ are uh, not all the time in the Word of God and that can be discouraging in and of itself. Today we're talking about. Uh, the spiritual dryness and drought that can often affect many believers' lives. We we began this yesterday in the last podcast uh, from Psalm 42 and 43. Uh, In that psalm, you read of a very personal spiritual dryness that was going on with the author, uh, that they felt like the things of this life and the cares and concerns, the attacks from ungodly people, the overwhelming trials of life, Uh, the taunting of unbelievers about, while he was going through a very difficult time. Uh, He had memories of better days when the Spirit of God was just so close to him and his walk with the Lord was real and genuine. Uh, He remembers the days of worshiping the Lord in uh, in the house of God. And he remembers all these things and he looks at himself uh, now and he understands that it has just become... Uh, has become something that's overwhelming to him that he just feels like he's in a pit and he just can't get out uh, and so this this lack of closeness to the Lord has led him to a longing for the presence of God can I encourage each one of you as you listen to this today that we need to cultivate that uh, it becomes a real labor of discipline on our part does it not to make sure that each day we don't get distracted from those things that will lead us to a closeness with God. We live in a culture in America today, and where most young couples uh, really struggle today, I've noticed, in trying to add way too many things onto their plate. Uh, They have their children involved in so many sports. They themselves are involved in trying to to, uh, pursue so many hobbies in life, and uh people feel like they have to have it all and experience everything and they neglect by doing so they neglect the fact that there's one thing that is most important one thing that really matters in life one thing that when it's all said and done is going to have the best spiritual benefit for you an investment for eternity and that is the pursuit of the living god paul said that in philippians chapter 3 that i may know him Uh, That was Paul's longing in his heart, and this podcast is largely uh, happening because I want to be your biggest cheerleader spiritually. I want to encourage you to walk with the Lord so that that becomes the priority in your life and not something you do as a mere hobby or as an aside when you have time. So I want to encourage you right now. You may be in need of revival. You may be in need of of spiritual refreshment like that deer in Psalm 42 that pants after uh, the the Lord. And I want to encourage you today to take every advantage of that. Uh, there are many other causes other than the ones that were mentioned in, in Psalm 42. Sometimes people just have a temperament where they're more inclined to Uh, melancholy and and downness and the blues, as we call it, sometimes it's your physical health. Sometimes your physical health can cause you to suffer uh, because we are unfortunately spiritual beings living in physical bodies and they they interact with each other. Um, Maybe you have had a down reaction after a great blessing like Elijah and the 450 prophets of Baal and then having to face Jezebel, and the discouragement that comes after you've had a great spiritual victory. Maybe it's the attacks of Satan, where he tries to get you to take your eyes off of God, and he'll bring things into your life that'll cause you to get up off your knees and try to handle things on your own. And then maybe you need reviving because of simple unbelief in your life. That's probably the most significant thing of all. It's refusing to take God at his word, claim his promises, and 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 know that they're true that's probably the greatest cause of spiritual dryness and brokenness so it is real uh there are times where we need refreshing and reviving uh we would think that as a person of faith in the lord jesus that you could never experience so spiritual low points um but the reality is our faith is not a constant action it 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 vacillates we go from faith to faith, and we're trying to make those times in between, those valleys in between, uh, more, more, uh, 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 more shallow and more narrow. And so we can say as the disciples, Lord, I believe, help thou my unbelief. The world tries different antidotes to spiritual dryness. Uh, they try excessive entertainment. Uh, They're trying to amuse themselves to death. That's often often the most popular one right now. They try frequent vacations to take their mind off things. Uh, Some will try retail therapy, in other words, shopping, uh, buying something new, something uh, uh, that they've not had before or something newer of what they've already had. The world tries drugs, they try therapy, they try divorce, they try a new car, they try a new dress, and all of those cures are ineffective because they only last for a very brief time. And here in Psalm 42 and 43, uh, you can win out over spiritual dryness in your life, really only one way that'll have a lasting effect, where you don't give in to your blues and your despair and your discouragement and your distance from God. Uh, Self-pity is not the answer, wrestling through it is, and the psalmist gives us the method for doing that, and that is found in verse 5 of Psalm 42. He says it more than once. He says, verse 5, why are you in despair, O my soul? Uh, He said, why are you restless within me? Wait for God, for I will again praise him for the help of my presence. Um, the scripture literally says here that the psalmist takes himself in hand and he reminds him of what he reminds himself of what he knows to be true in the scripture. There's no reason to be cast down. If you're a believer today, uh, why that, you can overcome it with calm, hope and trust in the Lord. Did God mislead you in the past? Is he distant? Is he uncaring? Is he somebody? See, when we're discouraged and when we're down and when we're dry spiritually, it's not God that's moved. It's us. It's you that have constantly struggled with this because you've forgotten four great truths that the Bible asserts over and again. These were done by call Collier, some years ago, give him credit for it. But these great truths will give you emotional and spiritual stability and, and growth in your Christianity. Number one is God's love for me is unchanging. Jeremiah 31, 3, the Lord appeared to him from afar saying, I have loved you with an everlasting love. Therefore, I have drawn you with loving kindness. God's love for you is unchanging. Number two, God's purpose for me is Christ likeness. That's what Romans 8, 28 and 29 says. For those he foreknew, he also predestined to become to become conformed to the image of his son so that he would be the firstborn among many brethren. God's purpose for you is Christ's likeness and he'll use good and bad things in life to form that in you. Number three, an unshakable truth. God's word to you is the final right answer. There is no other uh, book you can go to Barnes and Nobles and buy a book for dummies on all kinds of topics. And I want to remind you today that God's Word is the only unfailing guide for helping you to have spiritual um, vitality. And fourth, God's grace for me is sufficient. The Apostle Paul wrote in 2 Corinthians 12, And he said unto me, My grace is sufficient for you, for power is perfected in weakness. I wonder today, are you going through something right now that you just feel like you can't hold up anymore? Maybe spiritually you've become so dry that you go, what's the point? I want to remind you in this podcast today that God's grace is sufficient to carry you through any trial and he'll come out with you on the other end. So challenge yourself what to do what should be done. Uh, make sure that your circumstances are not known due to any known sin on your part make sure that if if God wants you to do anything to change your circumstances um, make sure that you're taking steps to do what is right rather than what is wrong and if you can't change your circumstances does God want you to change your attitude and that's certainly a reality as well well uh The psalmist goes on, and I'll close with this, to remind us of great certainties in life. Uh, Some of those great certainties and encouragement is is found all through 42 and 43, Psalms 42 and 43. Um, And that is to seek out the Lord, to thirst for Him. As you read through the Psalms, it seems to grow in intensity, not let up. Matthew Henry says that the psalmist thirsts for nothing more than God, but still for more and more of him. Seek his presence. Be regularly in his presence. Be regularly worshiping him and seeking his strength and power and his provision. Seek the praise of God. When you're discouraged and dry, the last thing you feel like doing is praising the Lord, but praise is a command, not a feeling if you obey, you'll often feel better. Do what God says and experience what God offers. And then, of course, Psalm 43 mentions this specifically, and I'm saying this, I'm highlighting this in relation to our upcoming special meetings at our church, and that is that we are to seek out the precepts of God. In Psalm 43 and verse 3, the Bible says this, O send out thy light, and thy truth. Let them lead me. Let them bring me unto thy holy hill, and to thy tabernacles. Seeking out God's truth, God's light and his truth come from his word. They will show you the way back, back to a walk with the Lord. Even if you don't feel like it, even when you're discouraged and dry, and maybe even depressed, read God's word Ask his Holy Spirit to shine his light into your darkened heart. Be in a place where the word of God is made preeminent and preached and explained. It never ceases to amaze me that the very place that most people need to be is the one place that many believers avoid when it comes to spiritual dryness. Being, be in the place, the dwelling place where God's word is being preached. Seek it out and exceeding joy is promised to you. He even goes on to say in Psalm 43 verses three and four, seek God with the people of God. Be there worshiping the Lord. Uh, I would encourage you in a day when there's very little commitment on the part of a lot of people as far as their faithfulness and servanthood towards God. I want to encourage you to come, not because you feel like it, but because you don't feel like it. And be under the sound of the preaching and teaching of the Word of God. Make sure you prepare your heart before you even come. And I assure you, it'll be an investment for eternity that you'll never, ever regret. I'm praying for you, whoever you are that's tuned into this and listening right now. I'm praying for you that God will move in an unmistakable way in your life right now. And that you would experience His power, His provision. His promises of all that He has for those who love Him. God bless you.